embrace the meaning of life. If we could only realize the power that is released in every Mass, it is the power to move heaven and earth and to change the course of history. You're listening to the Catholic Lab Podcast. If you like what you hear, consider subscribing to our podcast and do well to support via the link in the show notes. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this wonderful episode of the Catholic Lab Podcast. Thank you for staying tuned. Thank you for listening to the previous episodes. I hope you enjoyed my last birthday episode in September on Prezi Radio. And um, I'm here again today to discuss a controversial topic, a very important topic for our Catholic faith and generally for Christianity, which I feel some or many would find difficult to understand, especially those outside the Catholic faith. And as we prepare also for All Souls and All Saints Day, I'm sure discussions on this topic would increase and I feel I should just bring on um, an expert, I call him. Uh, his name is Brother Isaac Kolawole, to give us his, his view and his knowledge on this topic of indulgence. We'll be looking at indulgence in line with penance. What does the church say about indulgences? How do we get them? And what is the distinction between indulgence and penance? Forgiveness of sins and you know, things around that topic just in a few minutes. I hope you'll find this topic enriching. Brother Isaac, you're welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you for coming. So I'll begin with the first question I have here for you, which is what would you, how would you distinguish between indulgence and penance? What are these two words? What do they mean? Um, the distinction between you know, penance and indulgence, right? Yes, exactly. And to do the distinction properly, uh, we look at the meaning, we look at the purpose and the effect. So, you know, knowing these three um, elements will make us understand better what penance and indulgence is. Now, um, according to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, you know, paragraph 1471 says an indulgence is a remission before God of the temporal punishment due to saints whose guilt has already been forgiven. So we have that for indulgence. And the meaning of penance, on the other hand, is the act of showing remorse for one's sins and seeking forgiveness through actions or prayers. It is a way of making amends for one's wrongdoing and reconciling with God. So that was on the level of the meaning of both. Now, the purpose of penance is essentially part of sacrament of reconciliation, that is confession. And when the person confesses, um, he or her sins to a priest, okay. he or she is usually given a penance, which can be referred to as prayers, acts of charity or good deeds to perform as a way of making up for their sins or for the sins the person has committed. Okay. Now, the purpose of indulgence or indulgences, as the case may be, are intended to lessen, you know, to lessen or remove the consequences of sin that might linger even after, you know, even after forgiveness. Mm. They are seen as a way to speed up the process of purification for a person, okay. either in this life or in purgatory, according okay. to the Catholic theology. Okay. So we we'll look at the two, and then you know, looking at the effect of penance. The effect of penance is completing the assigned penance 
I mean, completing the assigned penance is seen as a sign of genuine repentance. That you are really showing God that you are sorry for the sins you have committed and now that you want to do this you know, works of penance, you know, to show him that you are really sorry and then you are seeking his forgiveness in the process of doing that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it helps the person reflect on his or her actions and then to seek reconciliation with God genuinely, even more properly. Right? Mm. And then the effect of indulgence, on the other hand, is um, the completion of the actions required for an indulgence is believed to lessen the time a person might spend in purgatory okay. and bring them closer to God. So what indulgence does, it brings us closer to God after we are purified, after we have been cleansed of our iniquities, of our, of our guilt, of our sins. So it brings us closer to God and it's not a forgiveness of sins, but rather a way to reduce temporal punishment as the church calls it okay. associated with sin so now we have looked at the meaning the purpose and the effects of both penance and indulgence okay thank you very much brother. now to now look at the distinction there because we had okay. the main question is distinction distinction yes we can yes you can say indulgence is bigger in scope it's bigger in scope than penance okay and uh, the Catechism of the Catholic Church answers this even more sufficiently. If you look at paragraph 1496, so it lists um, a number of points there. I think the, the third and the fourth points speak to the question. It said the spiritual effects of sacrament of penance are also one of them is remission of the eternal punishment incurred by mortal sins and then the second one there is remission at least in part of temporal punishment resulting from sin and if you look at this properly you realize that it has a connection to indulgence what indulgence does so there is a close connection between the both of them there's a parallel between indulgence and penance but indulgence is bigger in scope than penance. We can say penance is an offshoot of indulgence, like it's an extension of indulgence. Penance is a way of explaining of indulgence, is a way of explaining indulgence. So that's what I would just say about and I believe the Catechism of the Catholic Church paragraph 1496 explains this even much better. Mm. Thank you for that. That was wonderful. Thank you, brother. So I would ask again, with the death of Christ on the cross for us, for our sins, why the need for indulgence? Does it mean that Christ has not done everything? Does it mean he has not forgiven our sins? And another non-Catholic who will listen to this will say, why confession in the first place? Why do we have to go to a priest to confess our sins? What are these Catholics talking about? Well, the subject of confession or somebody confessing his or her sins to a priest uh, is one of the uh, things that Pentecostals or those who are not Catholics will really bother themselves about. And to a large extent, today, people don't really ask, although people don't really bother. I mean, for those who are really enlightened, for those who are really informed, don't really ask questions whether confession or sacrament of reconciliation can be found in the Bible. Because um, the scripture provides us with a lot of 
you know, references to really justify the sacrament of penance. But I think the main question there is, why indulgences when Christ has died for our sins? Because, you know, mere living our lives on the basis of the fact that God sent His only begotten Son to die for you and I so that we might be saved is not enough for us. So it's not enough for us to be saved, right? And James tells us that faith without works is dead. And if you read the Pauline epistles, you will find Paul talking about uh, the concept of chiseling, I mean, chiseling the flesh. You read in Galatians chapter 6 from you know, verses 7 to 8, it says, Do not be mocked. God cannot be deceived. He says, whatever anybody sows, he will definitely reap. He says, whoever sows to the flesh will reap from the flesh corruption, and whoever sows to the spirit will reap from the spirit eternal life. And there was a time I was studying my Bible, and I stumbled on this scripture, and it spoke volumes to me. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 29, it says, I punish my body and I subdue it, so that after proclaiming to others, I myself should not be disqualified. So we find the, you know, we find the, the concept of chiseling, cleansing, purifying of the body in the letter of St. Paul, in the letters of St. Paul, basically in Galatians and basically in, um, in Corinthians, First Corinthians. And going to the Old Testament, Daniel chapter 9, it says, I seek an answer from the Lord in fasting, in supplication, and in ashes. So, purification is very key, and that's what penance does. That's what penance does, and that's what indulgences, as a matter of fact, do for our souls. It purifies us, it cleanses us. And looking at Psalm 24, it says, Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall ascend to his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart. So that is very, very key. So indulgences are, you know, ways of telling God that we are sorry and that we are ready to come closer to him. Because who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? The man with clean hands and pure heart. So that's what I would say about that. Okay. Thank you, brother, for that beautiful distinction. Um, now, I would want you to give us a brief explanation of the two types of indulgence that the church gives to us, which is plenary and partial. How do we distinguish between these two? Okay, plenary and, uh, and partial indulgence. You know, a partial indulgence covers parts of punishments, right? Um, due for sins. Right, just a part, and plenary indulgence removes all of it, and that comes you know once in a while. And we can find an, an example of plenary indulgence is applicable to the only to souls in purgatory, and of course, it's granted to the faithful who visit a cemetery and pray for the, the and pray for the departed on any day, each day, on any and each day from November 1st to 8th or who devoutly visit the church or an oratory and recite a father and a creed on all souls days. So that comes once in a while. And partial is what the individual does on a regular basis. While plenary covers virtually all and it comes not all the time. 
Mm, okay. Thank you very much for that. So from what I've gotten so far, let me just make some statement and hopefully you'll be able to correct me if I'm wrong somewhere. And it is that when it, when someone commits sin for every sin committed, it is an offense against God. It wounds our relationship with him. And sin comes with the guilt of that sin committed, the temporal punishment and the internal punishment. And when we go for confession and confess our sins to God at the confessional, the guilt of the sin and the eternal punishment to this sin is being removed. But the temporal punishment remains. And this is what we remove when indulgences are given and we do what the indulgence is expecting of us. So this indulgence can now either clear every temporal punishment, which is what the plenary indulgence does, or clears part of the temporal punishment, which is what partial indulgence does. And I think when we look at this um, scripture as well, especially in the Old Testament, 2 Samuel 12, 13-14, the story of David, after he had um, killed and fornicated and everything, and the prophet Nathan went to meet him and said, The Lord has forgiven you your sins, but the child born to you, of this unholy union will still die. It means after the forgiveness of the sin, there was still punishment that David had to go through, which is the death of that child. So it means forgiveness of sin doesn't remove all the punishment due to the sin. We still need to gain indulgences. We still need to do penance. We still need to do acts of charity, which then removes this temporal punishment due to those sins. So, brother, would you say I have rightly um, summarized all you've said from the beginning? Yeah, definitely you did summarize all. And just my final word on indulgence. Um, indulgence could be seen as spiritual coins. Or coupon, you know, what you have on AliExpress or, um, you know, Jumia for those who use those um, those outlets. Now, when you've collected, when you've collected enough of them, it's as if you have earned a spiritual reward or coupon that could help you get closer to God and make things right even faster. So, indulgence is speed up a relationship with God. I mean, coming back to God after we had ported after we had sinned after we had done you know wrong things which we were not expected to do so that's what indulgences do i mean indulgences do for us and of course penance mm, okay so we've spent about 15 minutes in this podcast i want to make it as short as possible so i'll just eat you with one final question and then we'll call it a day I wouldn't mind a part two or a part three to indulgence where we'll look at maybe the theological development of this, um, uh, of it over the centuries, because I'm sure it has developed over the centuries and we've had possible abuses in the past, even during the time of Martin Luther, it was an hotbot issue then. So I would appreciate that if you would be glad to come back, if you'd be willing to come back and discuss that with us. But on this episode of today, one final question that I aired recently, and uh, I would say I didn't edit of recent, is this. When I go to confession and the priest absolves me of my sin, absolving the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and then gives me a penance to do, if I do not do the penance, either as a result of omission on my part 
or intentionally, playfully, I just uh, forget about it, or I'm just someone who has a like a dashikal attitude. Is my sin forgiven? Is my sin forgiven? Or are my sins forgiven? Um, <laughs> it is very simple. The catechism again answers the question. Catechism paragraph 1491, 1491. It says, The sacrament of penance is a whole consistent, a whole consistent in three actions of the penitent and the priest's absolution. Now, the penitents are acts are repentance, confession or disclosure of sins to the priest and the intention to make reparation and do works of reparation. So doing works of reparation is absolutely absolutely inclusive in the three actions as a whole. So once one of them is tampered with, then confession is not completed in the, in the first instance. It never existed because the CCC clearly defines this. So to do works of reparation and works of reparation. That means, that means it stands all alone. It stands all alone. Because we have, oh no, we have not really done a very good confession if you didn't do or if you fail to um, you know, do your penance or to do works of reparation. So, so that's what I would say about that. So going for confession is not enough, but it is enough in going for confession at the same time doing your penance. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, brother, for the explanation and thank you for your time spent with us on this podcast. I appreciate your um, your explanations, your basic explanation. I'm sure anyone listening to this will be able to get the points on this discussion. Thank you very much, brother, and hope to hear from you soon. Hope to have another session with you on this same topic. Thank you, our dear listeners, for listening to this episode of the Catholic Lab Podcast. Please keep sharing out with your friends. I'm sure they will find one or two points to learn from the podcast. And as we prepare for All Souls and All Souls Day in November, also prepare yourself to receive indulgence during this period. And also know that you can receive partial indulgence even by reading your scripture for 30 minutes. There's an handout of indulgence by the church that states prayers and the indulgence that you get from them. And I was happy to read there that even by reading your Bible for 30 minutes, even through audio platforms, would grant you a partial indulgence. So the church is beautiful and is ready to let this act of charity, this beautiful act, permeate our lives and transform our lives for the better. Thank you for listening and hope you have a lovely day wherever you are. God bless you.